Good evening, friend. It's Old Hat, winding down here at the end of the day. Been a long day, but a good one. Got a lot done. Part of my day was using a shovel, and I was thinking, as I was using my shovel a lot today, about the man that really taught me how to use a shovel. He trained me to. I was making swing sets when I was 14 years old, me and my friend Clay, and we were making them for a man that we knew named Kermit. And one day, on my way riding my bike past Mr. Kermit's house to go build swing sets for $8 for a whole swing set, uh, he stopped me and said, would you like to make $20? And I thought, well, now I'd have to make three swing sets to make that much money. So, yeah, I'd like to make $20 because on a good day, I could maybe make two swing sets. So that was going to make me a bunch of money. And all that he had to do involved shovels. And so... I started in with a shovel, and he went, let me show you how to do that a better way. And I, he trained me in the right way to use a shovel. You may not have known there was a right way to use a shovel, but there is. And, uh, and I know it, and I still remember it all these years later. So sometimes you meet good trainers and good teachers, and that's always good. And you remember it for a long time, and that's really good. Well... Tonight I'm going to read you a story about the first trained dolphin. Nobody had ever trained a dolphin before this. So this is the story of Flippy. Today there are many dolphin shows in the United States. People come from far away to watch dolphins do all kinds of wonderful tricks. But once, not very long ago, there were no trained dolphins at all. It all began at the first Oceanarium, Marineland of Florida. Dolphins had been living in the tank there for more than 10 years. Again and again, men had watched them make up many difficult games and tricks. What could dolphins do if they were really trained? The men of Marineland decided to find out. Who would they get to train the very first dolphin? We need someone who has trained other animals, the director said. Where would they find such a man? At a circus, of course. The director of Marineland wrote to Ringling Brothers Circus. Soon, a letter came back from Ringling Brothers. One of their best trainers, it said, was a man named Adolf Frohn. He had trained all kinds of animals. Sea lions, seals, raccoons, rabbits, white rats, doves, many others. In 1950, Adolf Frohn came to Marineland to add a dolphin to his list. The dolphin's name was Flippy. Mr. Frond stood at the edge of the tank and watched Flippy. What kind of things should he try to teach him? A kangaroo, I teach jumping tricks, Adolf Frond thought. A flea, I teach to hop. All right, dolphins like to leap, catch things, and swim very fast. I will work on this. He decided he would try to teach Flippy to jump through a hoop held high in the air. But how could he get Flippy to do it? Mr. Frond was a very experienced animal trainer. He knew that the answer was one step at a time. First, Mr. Fraun stretched a net across the shallow end of the tank. He stood on one side of the net. Flippy swam on the other. Mr. Fraun held up a big piece of fish. Come, Flippy, jump, he called loudly. For days, Flippy just swam around and around on his side of the net, but he wanted that fish. So one morning, when Mr. Fraun said, Come, Flippy, jump, Flippy jumped over the net. Good boy, Flippy, Adolf Frond said and gave Flippy his first reward. Next, Mr. Frond took away the net. 
He put a rope in its place. Flippy leaped over the rope right away. Little by little, Mr. Frond raised the rope in the air, and Flippy kept on jumping. Every time he jumped over the rope, Mr. Frond praised him and gave him a piece of fish. Finally, the rope was ten feet in the air, and Flippy was still jumping. But one day, Mr. Frond took the rope away. He held a big hoop in its place. Flippy took one look at that hoop and started to swim in the other direction. Flippy, like most dolphins, hated to go through anything small. Come, Flippy, jump, Mr. Frond said again and again. Each time, Flippy turned tail and swam away. But Mr. Frond was very patient, and Flippy had grown to trust his human friend. Finally, Flippy jumped high out of the water and sailed through the hoop. Well done, cried Adolf Frond. Flippy had learned his first trick. In the next few months, the dolphin learned many more tricks. Flippy learned to roll over and over in the water, to catch a rubber ball, ring a gong, honk a horn, raise a flag, and jump through a paper-covered hoop. He learned to shake hands with his flippers, to put, his, uh, to put out fires with his tail, take bows, dance backwards, and sing by making a whaling sound through his blowhole. He played basketball, baseball, and football. He even learned to bowl. <laughs> Flippy learned all these things from Adolf Fraun, and Adolf Fraun learned some very interesting things from Flippy, too. He learned that a dolphin will not work for someone he doesn't like. So before you teach a dolphin anything, you must become his friend. When a dolphin does something right, you must give him a reward. The best rewards are simple ones, a few words of praise and a piece of fish. You must never, never bully a dolphin. You will never get anywhere with a dolphin by force, Adolf Frond explained. If you try to punish him, he will swim to the far corner of the tank. He will not pay any attention to you. If you keep on, he will go on a hunger strike. A dolphin will even let himself die rather than do something he doesn't want to do. Often, dolphins will work without a fish reward. Many times, Flippy did his whole act without swallowing a single piece of fish. He worked for the fun of it. The tricks must be hard enough to be interesting. Many animals are happy to do the same simple trick again and again. But not dolphins. They get bored. When a dolphin gets bored, he may go on strike. Then you can offer him a whole bucket full of fish and he still won't work. Dolphins are good students. They are good teachers, too. A dolphin will learn a trick, then he will teach it to all the other dolphins in his tank. Adolf Fraun learned many things about dolphin. Most important, he learned that dolphins are very, very smart. I have worked with many animals, he said. No other animal learns so quickly and forgets so little. For almost a year, Mr. Fraun taught Flippy. Finally, he decided Flippy was ready to do his tricks in public. It was time for the first dolphin show. People crowded around the tank to watch. They ooed and awed and clapped as Mr. Frond led Flippy through one trick after another. You know, said someone standing nearby, if that dolphin gets any smarter, he'll be talking soon. Adolf Frond smiled. Oh, he does talk, he answered. We're just too dumb to understand him. <laughs> the end. It was really nice of Emily to provide water sounds there in the dolphin story, wasn't it? She was, Emily's a very loud drinker. <laughs> you know, she's kind of like uh, uh, that dolphin. Border collies are really smart, and they love to do tricks, but you can't ever bully them, or they'll just run away and hide. <laughs>
So I understand a little bit about that. I may be like that myself, actually. <laughs> How about you? I bet you like to learn new things, too. I do. Sometimes it's hard to learn, though, so it's really nice to have a good teacher that's patient with you. Well, most of my bedtime songs are kind of slow and quiet because I was always trying to put babies to sleep, and that's a good way to do it. And, of course, you know, you can't carry around a, a, a book with songs in it while you're holding a baby. And I had baby twins, too, so you really have to, your hands full at that point. And so I said, I sang songs that I know. And one, a lot of songs I know are hymns. And I'm going to sing another one of those tonight, a verse anyway. The hymns have a lot of verses. Did you know that? There's a lot of different uh, stanzas, I guess you'd call it. And, uh, and so sometimes I remember more than one. And like Amazing Grace, I think I sang it two or three. <laughs> There's more than that, but I just sing what I remember. And if I mess up a word, well, that's okay if it helps the babies to go to sleep, right? And maybe if I mess up a word, it'll still help you go to sleep. So here is one of my favorite songs, and I have sung it to all of my babies. And now I'm going to sing it for you. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. I try to do that a lot, and tonight I'm going to pray for you. I pray that you sleep well, and I pray that you wake up, that you wake up rested and that you have a great day tomorrow. Good night.